Welcome to another episode of The Brand Called You, a podcast and podcast show that brings you leadership lessons, knowledge, experience, and wisdom from thousands of successful individuals from around the world. I'm your host, Ashutosh Garg, and today I'm delighted and privileged to welcome once again a very accomplished author from Pittsburgh, USA, Mr. Michael Couch. Michael, welcome to the show. Ashutosh, great, uh, great to be back. Great to see you. Thank you. Michael, amongst a lot of other things, has is, a, is an author, and today we're going to speak about his book, which he has co-authored. The book is titled Strategy-Driven Leadership, The Playbook for Developing Your Next Generation of Leaders. So, Michael, let's get straight into the book. Sure. Uh, and before I ask you the first question, I'm going to ask our viewers and listeners to go and check out Mr. Michael Couch's book, Strategy-Driven Leadership, The Playbook for Developing Your Next Generation of Leaders. So, Tell me a little bit about your own background and how you came to focus on leadership development and strategy. Yeah. Well, I, my background many years ago, uh, my education was in industrial and organizational psychology. And, uh, you know, as most careers go, you sort of fall into things. And mm. one of my first assignments for a, a large steel company was to figure out how to select and develop leaders much better mm. than they had in the past. So mm. right off the right off the, the, the start, that was a focus of my career, and it's just something I pay, paid attention pay, paid attention to in in my corporate life. And then when I decided to start my own practice, uh, that was an area I felt that I could really make a contribution to, and mm -hmm. had learned a lot about it. Many many things changed over mm -hmm. those years mm -hmm. from when I, from when I started. So Very interesting. And uh, give me a brief overview of your book, Strategy Driven uh, Leadership. Yeah, yeah. So my co-author, uh, Dr. Richard Citron, uh, is a uh, is a clinical psychologist and my background was industrial and organizational psychologist. But when we ran into each other, when we were starting our practices back in 2007, we really started comparing notes about what works and what doesn't work mm -hmm. in leadership uh, development. And uh, unfortunately, what we looked into and the evidence and research we did, a lot of it doesn't work. Um, you know, at least in the United States, we spend billions of dollars on leadership development, hmm. and there's very little evidence that much of it has an impact. So what we decided to do was to summarize that and to come up with some guidance uh, for organizations on how to do a much better job of, mm -hmm. of identifying and developing uh, their leaders and, and, and really focusing on evidence-based practices, mm -hmm. uh, because there's always something new or different that pops up and most of it isn't helpful. Uh, so that we decided to to summarize that in our book, Strategy mm -hmm. Driven Leadership. Mm -hmm. So that is sort of a summary of the research around what's effective and then also some guidance on how to go about and implementing and and, mm -hmm. uh, and also for individuals, the leaders themselves, what they can think about to, mm -hmm. to learn and develop as leaders. Mm -hmm. Fascinating. And Michael, you also speak about retooling prior leadership efforts. Can yes. you explain this to my viewers and listeners and give me an example if possible? Yeah, so that's when we when we looked at leadership development, we found so much didn't work. Uh, so we figured, well, you, we really have to change what's going on mm. uh, here. You know, the, one of probably one of the biggest things we saw is that most leadership development wasn't uh, wasn't created in a context uh, and isn't focused on you know why are we doing this? Mm. You know, and many times we ask people, why are you doing this leadership development? They say, well, I don't know. Mm. Uh, but from our standpoint, it starts with strategy. Mm -hmm. uh, so to retool leadership development, it begins with thinking about strategy, thinking about what are the capabilities you need in your leaders to help drive the strategy, and then how mm -hmm. you can build a pipeline to be able to continue to drive 
strategy through the capability of your leaders. Mm. Mm-hmm. So that's what we meant by retooling. It's sort of from the mm-hmm. time you start hiring and developing leaders to the point where you move them into new positions. All those things we think need to be tweaked and retooled. Yeah, yeah. well said. And how do you define next generation of leaders? You know, so that's, uh, uh, there's a lot of, uh, of information and talk in the media about the mm-hmm. differences between generations. Yeah. What we find is most of that research wasn't very good, isn't mm-hmm. very good. And mm-hmm. Uh, we're more alike than we are different. Mm. So what we find out is uh, adults, all adult, adults, no matter where they are, learn the same way. So uh, so the, the what you need to do to, to begin in a career and start uh, a new generation of leaders developing is the same thing you knew, need to do to, mm-hmm. to uh, help older folks uh, later in their career continue to develop. So uh, we don't like to focus on generational differences mm-hmm. as much as we like focus in on what is effective in terms of building the skills and ability needed to be a leader. Mm-hmm. And those are the same. Research shows that globally, the set of capabilities and competencies that that leaders need to be effective are very similar. Mm-hmm. You know, cultural changes are yeah. different, but skill, the skill requirements, and, and you've worked in all those mm-hmm. different cultures you've worked mm. in the united states and you you know worked in india and brought businesses yeah. to, to india and mm. and i and your experiences that built the capabilities you needed to be successful Correct. are the same as you would need in europe mm. so, well so said. that's that's well the way said. we approach it well said and uh my next question michael is that what are some of the common mistakes organizations make when it comes to leadership development yeah well, we actually talk about five epic fail failures in mm-hmm. leadership development. That first one is context, and that was really highlighted by Peter Drucker, who mm-hmm. you know, who really emphasized around leadership development. And he he would keep saying, "Well, leadership for what purpose?" So for us, it's strategy. Mm-hmm. Uh, the other thing is that a lot of people voc- look at leadership development as an event, you know, go to a workshop or have a retreat or do something like that. Uh, what we uh, talk about is that that uh, the development needs to be built into work, mm-hmm. not bolted on as something extra you do because you mm-hmm. learn every day from the things you do. So that mm-hmm. idea of of staying away from events, building things in, not bolting them on, mm-hmm. and also focusing on evidence. Mm-hmm. You know, there, there are so many new, shi- you know, bright shiny objects that pop up, or a new book right. gets written. People change their approach. Well, that, that, that tends not to work. So the, mm-hmm. those are the kind of, uh, you know, of epic, epic fails that we see mm-hmm. in leadership. And it doesn't take too much to change that. Mm-hmm. And it's actually, we find in many cases, less, less of an investment. Mm-hmm. If you think about development as something that goes on regularly. Uh, uh, but we talk about making development intentional. You know, so, you know, we're all learning every day, but making sure that the experiences that we're going through, that we're intentionally learning something critical from those experiences and then applying it, seeing how it works and then keep going. So mm-hmm. development is an ongoing thing. It's not an event. It's not the latest book, uh, but context around strategy is very mm-hmm. important. Mm-hmm. Great response. Thank you. You're and my next question to you is that what skills or attributes should organizations prioritize in developing their next generation of leaders? And when I, I'm now talking next generation, I'm talking about our millennials and the Gen Zs who have now yeah. got into positions of influence and authority. Yes. Yeah, so the, um, <clears throat> excuse me, a little bit of a, a, a cold here this morning. Mm-hmm. Uh, the interesting thing is that the, 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 the skills uh, are, are very similar. 
no matter where you are and no matter what you're uh, you're doing. So we like to you know talk about the idea that uh, it, it it's a, probably a, like a consultant's answer. It depends, hmm. and in this case, it depends on strategy. So what it might take for a you know for a consumer based retail business. Uh, the skills and abilities of leaders uh, and the strategy that they're trying to accomplish there would be very different from a, you mm. know, a, a business, the business manufacturing mm. uh, leadership. So it, it depends on strategy and then converting what you know about strategy, what that's going to demand of your organization and leaders, <clears throat> and then uh, focusing on developing those, those strategy critical mm. competencies uh, that are going to help drive strategy. So it's back to that idea of, of mm. strategy first. Mm. Mm. And therefore, that kind of logically now takes me to the next question. What, in your view, is the relationship between strategy and leadership as you see it? Yeah, you know, obviously, uh, it's 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 tightly linked. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so it's always a question: what comes first? You yeah. know, uh, you know, for us, uh, we often focus on culture as well. Mm. Uh, you know, because an organization's culture uh, is very critical. So understanding. You know the uh, that relationship between the behaviors of leaders mm-hmm. and its impact on culture is very critical. We find that probably to be the number one impact, uh, the determinant of an effective culture in a business is the is the uh, is the behavior uh, behavior of leaders. Mm-hmm. So the idea of having those having a strong link between uh, you know between those uh, two and you know and and strategy again and culture being the core foundation of those. Mm-hmm. My next question is that, you know, uh, Michael, the whole world is now going through a significant change because of technology. Mm. There is technology, there is the future of work, there is hybrid work practices, and so many new things are happening in the environment. My first question relating to this is, how is technology changing leadership and strategy? Yes, I I mean, obviously, uh, you know, strategy um, if you're not thinking about technology as a component of your mm-hmm. your strategic planning, you're missing something. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we uh, but we're also see some real opportunities, uh, you know, with the new technology to help in the in leadership development and coaching. Mm-hmm. You know, having a having a, a a tool right with you that can maybe whoops, it's not showing up that well, mm-hmm. but your your yeah. your phone as uh, as and apps as a tool to help in coaching mm-hmm. and in help in reminders and making development more intentional. Uh, there's some interesting uh, things, uh, you know, uh, going on there in terms of just the practice of in- of intentional development. But again, I think it also is is back to that approach of what does technology mean in our strategy, and what does that mean for the behavior of leaders? I think probably one of the biggest impacts we've seen is the move to um, you know hybrid work. Mm-hmm. Leaders need to think about and change their behavior and capabilities for particularly to sustain. Uh, a clear and aligned culture while people mm-hmm. are working all over the world <laughs> remotely. Again, we're back to, we are not only talk about intentional leadership development, but intentional mm-hmm. culture uh, development and culture, uh, culture uh, improvement and movement. Mm-hmm. And how can some of the principles that you have outlined in your book help organizations navigate challenges? And one of the big challenges we've just come out of, I hope, has been the global pandemic. Yes, I, that's very interesting. We did a lot of research during uh, the before and after the pandemic to see what the impacts were there. And and the interesting thing was, is that the organizations that invested uh, in effective leadership development prior to any challenge, significant challenge, mm-hmm. came through it much better. 
uh, we had one executive say, boy, I'm glad we uh, we um, we invested in leadership development in our culture work mm -hmm. prior to the pandemic because uh, because we had to take uh, a withdrawal from our culture bank, as, mm -hmm. as, they, as, as she put it. Mm -hmm. So the you know, the uh, you don't know what what the next challenge is going to be. Something's going to come along. Uh, having a good pipeline of agile and capable leaders is very mm. important to help with any challenge that 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 might uh, befall your your company. Mm. Mm. And we find that that investment to be very, very important, very capable. Uh, you know, as as uh, as as things change. Interesting. Uh, my next question is, that, you know, for the small and medium enterprises. Yeah. You know, I've often seen that a lot of principles that are outlined are very big are very good for large organizations. Yes. Yeah. My question to you is, how can small businesses or startups apply the principles of strategy-driven leadership? Yeah, so that's uh, part of what we found uh, in our, our research and our development of particularly intentional leadership development mm. is, um, you know, if you're a large organization, you could spend millions and billions on on events and programs and mm -hmm. content. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, our approach is that development should be built into the work every day. Mm -hmm. So we we work with clients as small as, you know, 40, 50 people up to, you know, 20, 30,000 employees. Mm -hmm. And we find that the principles can be applied. And it's mostly, uh, again, being intentional. So if you're going to bring a leader into a new role, uh, not only, you know, uh, think about, you know, uh, how do you can help them, but what are they going to learn from the new role? Mm. And and particularly for folks that you see potential in for the future, giving them, you know, challenges that can help get them ready to be, uh, you know, a higher level leader. You can do mm. that uh, with an organization of any size. It doesn't mm. take a huge HR department with a huge learning and development function. It helps sometimes, but it's just... Uh, uh, thinking about the intentionality of of the experiences that you're putting leaders through. Uh, also, uh, uh, small organizations could be better at co being coaches. Mm. So leaders ought to really be thinking about the role they play as a coach. And it's not a it's not a cheerleader rah rah, and it's not a professor telling people what to do. But mm. it's helping leaders learn from the experiences you're going through and connecting them. Mm. So we also see that networks no matter what size your organization is, your network uh, and the effectiveness of your network is, is key to the, your successes your, in your career. Mm -hmm. So thinking about build, helping new leaders and new, uh, new executives build connections internally and especially externally, mm -hmm. uh, you, know, you don't need, again, you don't need a huge investment to do that. It's just thinking about it, planning it and being, there's that word again, intentional. Mm -hmm. yeah. About it. yeah, yeah, yeah. And if you were to reverse the, the, the positioning and my question being, You've been telling me about what we can do for leaders, but what can an individual working in an organization do to be able to adapt to a strategy-driven strategy -driven leadership mindset? Yeah, and uh, uh, you know, when we do individual coaching, this is mm -hmm. what we work with individuals on too, is uh, again, it's back to, wait, so what experiences have you had? Mm -hmm. What have you learned or what you didn't learn about it and why, hmm. what worked, what was effective. So we really, we view development as something that occurs regularly, you know, and building a cadence of development. So it's something that you can work on every week. You know, we have uh, one uh, executive who on his uh, Outlook calendar on Friday put, put uh, five minutes at, at five o'clock on Friday. 
And what he did at those five minutes and say, all right, what did I do this week? Mm -hmm. How did that go? What worked? What didn't? What do I have coming up next week or in the next few weeks that I really got to think about how I approach that? Mm -hmm. And so, uh, you know, spending time on it, being reflective. So and, and asking for feedback. So we're finding that those two pieces, getting good, honest feedback from others mm -hmm. uh, and being in a role where you're asking for feedback, it's not imposed on you. Yeah. Uh, and also spending good time in reflection on mm. experiences you've had and, and what you've developed from that. You know, any individual can do that. Mm. Uh, and that we talk about that in the uh, in the book and uh, we had the whole section on intentional leadership development is something mm. a learning and development function can implement or help implement it's also what an individual leader can do uh, right. on their own right well said so i have time for two more questions for you my next question is uh, can you uh, offer some practical advice for companies looking to develop their leadership in line with their strategic goals yeah, so I've uh, and might uh, lead into sort of you know a, a good example uh, mm -hmm. of this is we had a large uh, growing client who uh, uh, who uh, was interested in culture, and so they did an assessment of their culture, uh, which is often where we success mm -hmm. suggest that people begin, and they identified oh seven or eight components of culture that they realized were critical to their implementing their strategy in the mm -hmm. future. Because they saw growth, they were moving geographically, they saw technology saying, uh, mm. changing. And so they, uh, we worked with them to do an assessment of their leadership pipeline. And they picked small teams of folks who they thought would be high potential leaders. Mm. And they uh, assigned them one of those components of culture to go out and find, you know, find out what works. Mm. In some cases, they look globally, they traveled and talked with companies and they, they came. But they also said, while you're doing this, we want you to learn to be a better leader. Mm. So what skills are you going to pick up by doing this? And what, mm. what uh, insights? And so they did those parallel paths of culture effectiveness and leadership development. Mm -hmm. And uh, at the end, uh, they ended up with oh, probably 75 recommendations in which they, they prioritized. And, you know, and, the, and the, um, the CEO at the time said, you know, boy, that was fantastic. Not only did we come up with some things that they're still implementing today, you mm -hmm. know, and this was probably eight years ago. Uh, he said, we not only, you know, built a foundation for the future, but we built leaders and mm. we probably, you know, and from there on, they really uh, latched on to this idea of learning from experience and intentional development as the way mm. they approach uh, leadership, uh, leadership mm. development. So that's what, that's the kind of thing is, you know, if you're going to go through strategy work and culture work, don't forget that it's one of the biggest development uh, activities you can go mm. through with leaders. So make it, make it inclusive, bring in lots of people, uh, listen to different ideas and 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 different areas of your business, but use it as a learning opportunity as well. Interesting. And my last question to you, Michael, and this is for the many people who will listen to our conversation. What would you say are three lessons you would want a lot of startup entrepreneurs or founders to keep at the back of their mind when it comes to strategy-driven leadership? Yeah, so I'd... Uh, um, strategy <laughs> you know of course you know in many uh it, 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 you've got a good business plan mm -hmm. in many cases and it has mm -hmm. great you know financial and and technology or whatever components to it but the, you mm -hmm. know don't forget the uh 
the uh, the leadership and talent component too. Mm-hmm. So you know, you know, as an entrepreneur, you're so so focused on the product, yeah, many times and the financing of getting it there. Mm-hmm. But make sure you take time to sit back and look at your team. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, we did a lot of work with private equity firms mm-hmm. over the years, and uh, you know, they ended up at, at times saying, you know, what we acquire. Uh, you know, in terms of the business, we're often looking for the the leaders. Mm-hmm. You know, as much as the as the as the business and the product itself. Mm-hmm. So that's you know, I think as a you know, I'm, I'm probably not adding up to three here, mm-hmm. but, no, I, but I think, okay. yeah, the idea that um, that your team is probably just is much more important in many cases than entrepreneurs mm-hmm. often realize, and make sure uh, you spend the time and effort thinking about who you're bringing on, and then learn together. Uh, you know, taking time to pull back, yeah. you know, take a breather and say, all right, what did we do? Is it working? Uh, and uh, and uh, is it or is, is it not? What do we learn in that? And now how are we going to really leverage this to grow our business in the way mm-hmm. that we want? Mm-hmm. And on that note, Michael, and your wonderful lessons, take time to look at your team. And second, you said, which is so important, and a lot of entrepreneurs forget, which is to learn together. Thank yes. you so much for speaking to me about your book, Strategy Driven Leadership. We covered a lot of ground on very many different aspects of leadership and strategy in our conversation today. Thank Thank you for speaking to me and good luck. Yeah, it's always great talking with you and have a great 2024. Thank you and you. Thank you for listening to the brand called You Videocast and Podcast, a platform that brings you knowledge, experience and wisdom of hundreds of successful individuals from around the world. Do visit our website www.tbcy.in to watch and listen to the stories of many more individuals. You can also follow us on YouTube, Facebook, Instagram and Twitter. Just search for the brand called You.